Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. I'll be sitting down with some phenomenal women to discuss love. I believe we grew distant out of love of some type, like, I don't want to hurt you. Loss. Really don't know what's going to trigger that feeling of grief in any moment. And a topic very important to my work, self-care. Freedom is self-care. It's not about pedicures. It's not about clothing. It's not about trips. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Today on the show, we have a calligraphy artist, mother, wife, and business owner. Her name is Mel. Her story through birthing a business, standing in faith, and self-care through it all is moving. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Here is Mel's story. Hey girl. Hey girl. Mel, it's so nice to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to chat with you and learn more about your journey and how everything that you're doing came to be. So before we jump in, please let us know who you are and what you do. I am Mel from Dallas, Texas. I'm a calligrapher and illustrator. I'm a wife and a full-time mom with two babies, Kyson and Emmy. So what I'm doing right now is just running a business called Milk Paper Co. It's a combination of hand letter goods and illustrations as well. I do a ton of different things with this business. I'm actually in, you know, a season where I'm trying to figure out what it's really here for, what I created this for, because um, I've been having a lot of fun with it so far. But, you know, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a business owner, (laughs) all kinds of things right now. (laughs) So, yeah. So let's start from the beginning. How did your business come to be and why calligraphy and art and stationery? Because I love all of those things. (laughs) Stationery being on my top five list of just like favorite things in the world. So how did that come to be and what called you to, to start your own business? So... I had went through a period of, you know, anxiety and depression after graduating from college and it was a lot and it took a toll on me after my son mm-hmm. and um, I experienced a lot of like self-doubt because I've been doing this for a long time. Like I've been creating since I was young and, you know, it's my fuel and it's how, you know, I got through a lot of hardships, you know, throughout life and things like that. But I know it really hit me after my son and really trying to figure out like okay you know who I am as you know a woman outside of being a wife and a mother and after I had my daughter Emery I was like during that pregnancy I was messing like nobody's business see I did a lot of calligraphy and that's when I learned calligraphy and I took that up and I started illustrating again I just started creating during this pregnancy with Emery which was so magical because it was like oh man like this part of me that I kind of kind of put to the wayside, like, to really just handle business as a wife and a mother. Mm -hmm. But that part of me was ignited when I was pregnant with her, so it was kind of fun. And I started sketching, like, women like Frida Kylo and all these, like, influential women that inspired me. And I started creating for family members. And, you know, it was a great, you know, Christmas and birthday gift. It kind of just went from there. Mm -hmm. And creating these reminders in art and these reminders in calligraphy and these words and seeing them in my home because I started decorating, 
you know, my house with this stuff. And it was, it, there were like reminders and inspiring pieces that I needed to see on a daily basis. So I was like, why not just create this stuff and put it on my walls and, you know, it can be in the midst of my home, these words, these pictures. So I was like, this would be so fun to recreate for my family and friends. And it'll be fun to recreate for other women that are experiencing the same things as me. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started Most Paper Co. Just, you know, wanted to share the depths of my soul as an artist (laughs) (laughs) to other people. And hopefully it will affirm and inspire them as well. So that's how I got started. And I was like, oh, who doesn't love stationery? Like, I'm so there with you. And I feel like stationery is like this, lost like form of communication that I I believe is coming back Mm -hmm. you know that we lost over time with technology and it just feels great when I personally receive you know cards from my parents in the mail it's just more meaningful because it's intentional and it's time in that than to just shoot a text so yeah, that's why I created stationery as well. So That's yeah. beautiful. That is so beautiful. So I do want to backtrack just a little bit and talk about the anxiety and depression that you um, walked through after college. Where did that come from? Was it because, you know, you were thrown into adulthood and you have to figure things out when you leave school or or was it stemming from something else? How did that come to be for you and how did you work through it? Did art help you work through it? Oh, absolutely. Um, That was stemmed from like, you know, whenever I was in college, you can ask anyone, I was, you know, into every organization and I was trying to set myself up for this career that I thought I really wanted to do. And I went to school for fashion merchandising Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, you know, corporate retail is something I really want to get into because I knew I wanted to be in fashion and I couldn't, I knew I couldn't, you know, design because I didn't know a lick about sewing so it was you know that was conflict in there but after I graduated from college I just knew I had my life set up like I knew I had things set up for me because I worked so hard to get myself where I wanted to be and it didn't work out that way Mm. like I think I was introduced to adulthood I was disappointed in that and I didn't think I was worthy and I didn't think I was good enough for what I wanted to do and I went through this season like trying to figure out why you know this stuff didn't work out for me and I was also diagnosed with hyperthyroid which was that took a toll on my body as well post-grad so that was a part of my depression and anxiety as well so it was like so much going on at that time it was a hard hit for me Mm -hmm. that was a season where it was I was really learning about life. It doesn't always work out the way you plan it. And it doesn't mean that you're inadequate or, you know, you're not worthy of these things. It just means that you're just taking a different path in life. I just knew how my life was going to be planned out and it didn't turn out that way. And I think I was more so disappointed and I took it very hard. On top of that, in my health, I was like, I don't know what my body's doing, you know, it was rough and not until recently, like after I had my daughter, I was like, okay, like Mel, you are deserving. You, you are deserving of of these things. And you know, you are deserving of having a business 
and you do have a gift in art because in my mind it was like oh I'm not good enough to do these things but those were lies yes. you know that I told myself yes and I had to stop speaking to myself in that way I had to you know realize that you are adequate you have great qualities you are qualified it's just it's just a different path that you're taking like the journey is different than what I had in mind so but what I do now is I pray to God <laughs> like in, especially in moments where I feel these moments of like anxiety or I start to feel really low I just kind of encourage myself and I speak uh, speak to myself and I'm like you know you like it's okay like you'll get through this this happened this happened we'll work from there like I'm having to like walk myself through these these moments of like low or these moments of anxiety like talk I had to talk myself through that and I still do that today because of how overwhelming life can be yeah those moments still come up but I just make sure I I, I give myself time to process these feelings, Why, where they come from, why, what are they rooted from, and kind of just go from there. Because, I mean, we don't really know. It, it really starts with us getting to the root of what triggers us in that moment. It's so interesting that we have these different pathways that we think we should be going, and then when they don't work out, there's this immense amount of disappointment. But I yeah. think that's where self-care and self-love and self-worth comes into play. So Absolutely. I tell my clients all the time, like, the self-care and the self-work is what is supposed to help you with your soothing, right? So we're doing this work. We're getting into ourselves. We're finding out what keeps us deeply rooted. We're giving ourselves mm -hmm. these great affirmations and things like that. And yeah, that's great. That's awesome, right? But mm -hmm. it's not until things hit the fan that we really <laughs> have to dig in our toolbox and be like, okay, how can I yeah. love on myself through this? So the self-work really, really only kicks in <laughs> for real, for real, when things get yeah. down and dirty. And I think that right. that is where the glory is found. It's through the grit. Right. And right. I really am so glad that you brought up all those points because there's a lot of women who are going to hear this and we're all walking through it together, right? Where things are not going as planned and we're like, oh my gosh, you know, we're failures, we're inadequate, I'm not worthy, when really we just need to reroute. And rerouting right. is okay. It doesn't mean that we have failed or gone astray. It just means, okay, it's a new time to do something different. So thank you so much for, for sharing that because you are not alone in that struggle at all. I want to talk about how art played a role in your healing and how it plays a role today because it sounds like you use your hands and your art to decompress, to self-soothe, mm -hmm. and also to give joy to others, but not without first giving it to yourself. So how how has that been working for you these days? So usually whenever I'm super uptight or snappy, my husband's like, do you need to go create? Do you need, to, <laughs> do you need me to take the kids out so you can like, you know, get some work done or something like that? Mm -hmm. So that plays a major role in me, my, you know, decompressing and my end of day, like moment for myself is creating and 
I still do that every day. I have to create something. And the, the only thing I will say about creating from old paper coat as a business is like, I have to remember to create for myself ultimately outside of like client work right. and, you know, events and things like that because when I create, I'm free right. and I'm creating what I want to create, what, you know, fuels me, what, you know, whatever, whatever is like igniting this like passion. Those are my moments. But when someone tells me what they want and how they want it and how soon they want it, mm-hmm. it kind of limits that, mm-hmm. that, that, fluid feeling of just creating and allowing that to flow through me you know what I'm saying yeah um that's the only thing with it actually being a business at this point which I'm absolutely grateful for you know that it's taken off and people are loving the work that I produce it's just you know there's limits in that because I'm creating for someone else you know versus me creating what flows through me that'll you know more than likely influence or inspire someone else Do you love discovering new products? Are you a beauty and fashion maven constantly on the hunt for the next best thing? Ever read about or spot something online that you've always wanted to try but never have? Then you might love FabFitFun. It allows women everywhere to discover new products as well as including rave review and must-have brands that you know and love. It's like Christmas four times a year. Stumped on gift ideas? FabFitFun is also a great gift for someone you love. You can surprise your mom or sister with this awesome summer box packed with great items. Do you have a daughter who's going to college, maybe, or a friend who's a new mom? FabFitFun is an awesome care package. My last box came with this beautiful lotus towel. It was blue, and it's shaped like the flower, and it has a gorgeous design in the middle. That's something we've been laying out on the deck and relaxing on for a few weeks now. So what I love about FabFitFun is that they offer full-size products, no samples of anything. Every box is guaranteed to have over $200-plus in retail value. The summer 2019 box has a total retail value between $269 to $467. That's fantastic. Treat yourself with items in it, such as the Sutra Professional Mini Travel Blow Dryer, the beautiful Vicks Paula Lotus Towel, or the West Elm Indigo tie-dye bowls. Many of the products' individual value is more than the entire cost of the box. You can customize your box by choosing some products and some add-ons with each one. Or you can be surprised. It's great for discovering new brands and new products. What a better way to shop. I'm looking forward to my next box because they're always so different and packed with things I can actually use. I like to share the items in my box with my 11-year-old. She's really into skincare these days. We recently got a clay mask and a foot mask and a body scrub. She loves them all. The FabFitFun 2019 Summer Box is on sale now. So sign up for FabFitFun today. These boxes always sell out. You can use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. All you have to do is go to FabFitFun to sign up and get started. Use promo code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. How do you find balance between 
creating for clients because mm-hmm. that's the, the the business, that's the brand, that's the job, and mm-hmm. creating for yourself. How do you find that balance? I just make sure that I create absolutely what I want to on a given day, like on Sundays or, you know, when I have a little time, like 10 minutes, if I do a, <laughs> a quick sketch or something that inspires me, I make sure I continue to create for myself. Like, I make that time out. Like, oh, that photo you took during your photo shoot. Like, I have a ton of pictures like that, of, like, photos that, like, influence me in some mm-hmm. way to create. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have tons of photos and tons of things that's inspired me. And I take from those photos and I create. Beautiful. And it's just really, like, taking that time out to do it for myself. And I think a lot more um, people want to hear that, right? Because... Right. There's so many entrepreneurs out here. There's a lot of women who listen to this show and are either new in business or going to start a business. And that's a concern. And I and I'm right there with you. Like when I have Mm -hmm. to write, you know, for my next project and my publisher gives me a deadline and like all these different steps I have to work through to get the material and the project and everything out. It's different from just sitting down with my journal and writing. It's different from just writing a poem just to write a poem or an affirmation just for an affirmation. Um, And losing that creative flow like that that just pours out of us when we're doing something for somebody else. It's a real it's a real thing. So you being able to say, okay, I have this client work, but I also have to fuel myself with some art and creativity is a huge thing because a lot of folks, myself included, I feel like we've walked through these journeys feeling like guilty for even taking a second to be like, okay, yeah, I'm an author, but I'm allowed to still write for myself, you know? Yeah, I'm an artist and I'm allowed to create this piece for my home and not to put it up for sale on my shop. You know what I mean? So like finding these different balances it's so <laughs> tricky. <laughs> it is. It um, is. But that's a part of the self-care. That's a part of mm-hmm. the work. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you. You know, that's major having that balance yeah. and being able to set those boundaries within yourself. Like, OK, this is for you. That is for them. You're allowed to do both like duality. Right. They, like there can be both. So I want to switch gears just a little bit. My love for your work really screams because of the minimalism and how beautiful your work is on a very like aesthetically pleasing and simple level so I want to talk about the minimalism aspect of your work and why you chose to keep your art on the simpler side but yet it's so profound thank you for that <laughs> you're welcome it's really cool when I create and people you know see you know what I do like, like they understand where I'm coming from they see what I'm creating and why I created and the intention behind how I create it's awesome for starters um minimal art for me it's the way I create it's kind of sort of like a a statement without all of the distractions. Mm. Um, that's why I'm like still a little afraid to use color sometimes. Like, oh, I feel like this is too much color and it color overwhelms me sometimes. And I just really enjoy 
like creating with line drawing and just using just a bit of, you know, detail to show, you know, features in people's, you know, faces or, you know, just kind of just keeping it simple. I don't know. It just, it's honestly, Alex, it's just from my heart. And it's literally what flows through me. And it's the voice of my craft. And I just love minimal art. And I love how it could be so simple, but speak so much, you know, it can reveal so much and just a couple lines and just a couple, you know, letters or, you know, nothing too busy. I, it's just a preference and it's really what flows through me. Mm. Um, but yeah, yes. But thank you for loving my work so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. Um, faith. How does faith play a role in how you move through the world, not only as a businesswoman, but as a mother and a wife? Ultimately, I believe that God has a will for everyone. Like, there is absolutely a will for your life that no one, not even you, can alter or, you know, you know, interrupt. And what I learned from my journey of, you know, post-grad and trying to figure out my life and being a wife, a mom, and, you know, a business owner is nothing is random or by chance. Like it is exactly what it's supposed to be in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. this, us talking is not by chance. Like God intended for this to happen. And I absolutely believe that the way um, my marriage is and my communication with my husband and where we are, you know, it's, it's funny because the growth in our marriage has benefited us as parents and how we parent our children. Like we're doing it, you know, as a team, but we went through a season of hardship where we had to learn to work together as husband and wife, Mm. like everything works together for good. You know what I'm saying? So even the hard parts, the season I went through where I was like, this is so crappy and this hurts so much. But the woman that I am today, like, I'm like, girl, you are, you, you've been through so much and you are the bomb for that. Like mm-hmm. you are, you went through that season for the strength that you have inside of you right now. And that's how my faith works and how I move. Just knowing that God is in control of everything and that his will will be done in my life. I can't even mess it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. if, I, if I make the wrong choice, like his will will still be done. Yeah, we may make a little detour, but I'm going to get there. And I have to believe that in the work that I create and the people that I encounter and even like knowing that he's loving on me and he has grace for me. and It's just, I'm just walking into that truth and I am like receiving God's love like right now. Had I not gone through that season, I may not be able to, to do that, you know, and like God is real and he is so dope <laughs> and so <laughs> legit and, and he's been that my entire life even when it hurts mm. you know so I'm just walking in his love and walking into his truth and doing that and everything that I'm doing as a wife as a mom and as a business owner like 
girl, that's 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 really what I'm on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. That's great. That is great. So you mentioned earlier in our conversation about lies you tell yourself. And I am so happy that you brought up that phrase because <laughs> lately in my client work, that has been client homework. Mm-hmm. Write a list of the lies you tell yourself and then you match that list with what you know to be true about yourself. So mm-hmm. you being able to say X, Y, and Z that's negative about me is a lie. Like I know right. that's not the truth. This is what I know to be true. That is some hard work. That is some yeah. self-reflective, self-aware, hard stuff. Seeing right. our lies on paper that we tell ourselves we're not worthy we suck, we can't do that, they're doing it better, um, I'm not allowed, I don't give myself permission to do X, Y, and Z because. So all these reasons of why we're not getting things done, mm-hmm. not only are they not the truth about who we are, they hold us back. Right. So with that being said, I want you to tell me and the listeners Three things that you know to be true in your life that you didn't think were the truth before. Mm. That I'm absolutely loved, Mm. which has allowed me to receive it. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm deserving of love. Mm. I am equipped and I am the bomb (laughs) (laughs) because back in the gap, like I was self-talk for me was horrible. Like I used to lie to myself a lot. And the reason I said that I am loved because like, I believe my parents love me and my siblings and, you know, but when I received, when I learned to receive God's love, it's a whole nother realm of like magic for me. Mm. Um, and that's allowed me to receive love from others and to love myself. My, my, my imperfect self, even the ugly parts of me, it allowed me to love myself. So I always start with that. Like you are loved. You are loved by God. You are loved by male. You are loved by your husband, your kids, you know, your family. You are loved. And when I say I am equipped, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have these gifts. Even when stuff falls through the cracks, I forget to send my kids to school with their homework <laughs> or, you know, dinner's not done. I have to, like, give myself that grace mm-hmm. and be kind to myself in those moments. Like, it's okay that this happened. I'll, you know, do better next time or I'll do X, Y, and Z to make sure that gets done. Mm-hmm. Um, off the top of my head, you know, those are the three things that, you know, I, three of a ton of things that I tell myself, you know, every day. So beautiful. Yeah. Before we go, I want to know how you define self care for you in one word. Freedom. Mm. Yeah, freedom. Do I only have to use one word? Can I can I elaborate? Yeah, you can elaborate. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> like freedom in being your absolute self. Mm. Like in 
I found myself for a long time kind of trying to hide those imperfect parts of me. And there's so much more freedom in just allowing yourself to be you, to just be. And, like, that's all up in one, you know, kind of just loving yourself, trusting yourself, forgiving yourself, you know, and giving yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Like, that helps with that freedom and just being yourself and being okay with you. I love it. You know. I love it. That's a great way to end. Thank you so much, Mel, for sharing your time with me today. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Allie. (laughs) It was such a pleasure talking to you today. Oh, so much love. The Hey Girl Podcast is a member of the District Productive, produced by Paul, Woody Woodhall, and me, Alex L. Music by DC's own Kokai. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 